0: This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. The past few weeks have had their share of hate, but it has also revolved around pride for the LGBTQ plus community. Pride Month celebrates how far we have come in achieving gains for members of that community while recognizing how far we still have to go. ADL prides itself on being a strong ally to this community. But what does that mean? I've asked Karen Levitt to join me on today's show to answer that question. She is ADL's National Civil Rights Council and guides some of the most important work for ADL in this space. Welcome, Karen, too, From the front lines.
1: Hi, Scott. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So I want to start by asking a basic question. Why is advocacy for the LGBTQ plus community important to ADL?
1: I think the answer is twofold, right? Um, It's rooted in ADL's work as a Jewish advocacy organization. And of course, there are LGBTQ plus Jews. And so in order to fully represent our community, we have to represent all parts of our community. And also LGBTQ plus rights are a core civil rights issue and a core anti-hate issue that can't be ignored as they come under attack in our streets, online, and in legislation. And so, for example, we actually, I actually worked with ADL Center on Extremism last year to put out a report on all of these connections and we titled it Tracking Anti Transgender Rhetoric
0: Online,
1: Offline, and in our Legislative Chambers. This is an issue that needs ongoing attention, and that's why we keep working on it.
0: So let's delve into some of the most important initiatives that are happening around Pride Month, uh, starting with the Faith for Pride campaign. What is it, and how is ADL involved with it?
1: So Faith for Pride campaign is a month-long effort for all of June, Pride Month, uh, to include the fight for LGBTQ plus rights in religious services and programs. And it's got two key goals, right? The first is that we really wanna highlight that protecting LGBTQ plus people from discrimination is extremely popular, including among people of faith. And the second is that we really wanna move people to action by encouraging them to advocate for the Equality Act. ADL is involved with it because we are um, part of the Faith for Equality Coalition, And so we were part of the group organizing it, essentially.
0: Okay, so talk to us about that Faith for Equality coalition. Who else is involved in this effort with us?
1: We're actually really proud and and glad and excited to be part of the coalition generally. We've done other projects as part of the coalition, and for this particular project, we're really excited to have been able to work with Keshet, Catholics for Choice, the Interfaith Alliance, and the Religious Action Center of Reform Judaism to be able to coordinate this campaign as part of the larger coalition's work.
0: Okay, and you talked a little bit about the Equality Act. You mentioned that very, very briefly, uh, and I, I understand that that's a very important part of the Faith for Pride campaign. So maybe take us in the direction of the Equality Act. Why, what, how is that connected to the Faith for Pride campaign? And then we can, we can get into the act.
1: The reason that the Equality Act is connected to the Faith for Pride campaign is that we really want to draw this connection for people that people of faith Support protecting LGBTQ plus people from discrimination, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, right? That there are LGBTQ plus Jews, and there are LGBTQ plus people of, of all faiths, right? Um, and even you know people of faith who are not LGBTQ plus see the need to protect folks from discrimination. And so polling shows that 69% of people of faith nationally support laws to protect LGBTQ plus people from discrimination, which you wouldn't know, given how often we see religion used as a scapegoat to deny people their rights. So that's why it's so important that we actually raise our voices and make it known that we all actually do support this. people of faith do support legal protections for LGBTQ plus folks, and getting people to urge their senators to actually pass the Equality Act is so
0: important. Okay, so now we've we've basically answered the question. The Equality Act provides legal protections against discrimination against LGBTQ plus people, uh, but maybe give us more specifics about it.
1: What the Equality Act would specifically do is it would amend current federal law to explicitly protect against discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, and gender identity, which it doesn't now, right? So by doing that, the bill would provide LGBTQ plus people with the same civil rights protections in, get this, employment, education, health care, credit scores, public accommodation, federal programs, all of those things currently not protected, and housing, sorry, I missed one, that are already prohibited Um, based on race, color, national origin, disability, and religion. And we know that even though discrimination based on those grounds is already prohibited, it still happens. But when it happens, you have recourse, right? You can sue. The Department of Justice can intervene. So the other thing that the Equality Act would do is it would allow the Department of Justice to intervene, and equal protection court cases when those rights are violated.
0: So we don't have this at the federal level, but is that because we have these protections at the state level?
1: We don't. So nearly two-thirds of LGBTQ plus Americans report experiencing discrimination, but 29 states, more than half, don't have explicit anti-discrimination protections to safeguard the rights of LGBTQ plus people. And that's really particularly alarming when you consider the recent rise in don't-say-gay-bills, anti-transgender legislation, especially legislation that so often targets and particularly harms young people has a disproportionate impact on people of color, right? This makes LGBTQ plus people across the country increasingly vulnerable to discrimination. And especially if they have other identities that also make them vulnerable, right? So we know that transgender femmes and women of color, especially if they're black, consistently face disproportionate levels of discrimination and violence. So for example, broadly speaking, the Center for American Progress released a survey last year showing that in the year prior to the survey, LGBTQ plus people of color reported experiencing some form of discrimination at a rate 12 percentage points higher than white LGBTQ plus respondents. So the Equality Act would just guarantee that all people, regardless of sex, sexual orientation, and gender identity, get equal protection from discrimination under the law.
0: So that's a really important point. It's not just about LGBTQ plus people. It protects a broader range of of categories.
1: It would expand places where discrimination against people of color, people of faith, and immigrants is prohibited to include stores, taxis, rideshares, bars, and small entertainment venues. So right now we are um, seeing reports from these groups that there's high rates of discrimination when they go shopping, go out with their families, use taxis and rideshares and more. And right now that's allowed under federal law. And it would also extend protections for women by prohibiting sex discrimination in public accommodations like stores, car repair shops, et cetera, and in federally funded programs and services like disaster assistance. So like right now, women are often charged more for services like dry cleaning. I know it costs me more, right? and auto repair, and we regularly experience discrimination and harassment in public places when we seek health care or prescriptions, and seeking assistance from police and government-funded services. And without the Equality Act, that's allowed under federal law, too.
0: Okay, and where does ADL fit into this? What, What are we doing to help pass the Equality Act?
1: We've actually like, long advocated for the Equality Act, both individually and in coalition, um, including writing and joining letters, doing call-in days, public education campaigns, and, of course, being part of the Faith for Pride campaign.
0: Okay, and if people want to find out more about the Faith for Pride campaign or the Equality Act, how can they do so?
1: It can come to our campaign website, which has a map of services and programs, a library of resources you can use, and an action alert you can use to contact your senators. Please do that. Uh, the website is www.faithforpride.org,
0: faithforprid org. Great. We will put a link to that in the show notes in the podcast. I will add that ADL has many free educational resources for Pride Month on its website, including lesson plans, book recommendations, table talks, blogs, and other tools. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, with that, I will say thank you very much, Karen, for all of the important work that you do every day to make our work more fair and inclusive. And, and thank you so much for being on today's show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. To search for from the front lines, and please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is Fighting Hate for Good.